As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of Make a Tame Trace of Soy, the podcast all about surviving and thriving on a plant-based, zero-waste lifestyle. I'm your host, Rochelle, and if you're new around here, just click that subscribe button for us. If you're on iTunes today, please leave us a rating or a review and let us know what you think of the podcast. It really helps other people to find the podcast as well and share that vegan message. And if you're on Instagram, Uh, please share the podcast to your stories and tag us and we'll repost it to our stories. We'll also be doing shout outs soon on the podcast. So if you have any questions or suggestions, just DM us on Instagram. We are Make a Trace of Soy. We'll answer your questions on the next episode. If you have any suggestions for episodes that you'd like to hear, hit us up on that page as well. We always respond on there. And finally, just check the show notes today for the corresponding article. Anything that we mention on today's podcast We will leave the links and resources in the article in those show notes, okay? Thank you for joining us for today's episode, Where's the Beef? Our Favorite Vegan Mock Meats. I am joined again today by my executive producer and occasional co-host, Daniel. Thank you for joining us for today's episode, Daniel. I, I really have no choice because we're isolated together, but it is my pleasure nonetheless. And um, I... Look, ordinarily I'd say I'm probably more of an executive producer at large. I come up with the, uh, the odd idea, or I'm an ideas man, and I also um, <laughs> I also proofread things, and look, I've helped fine-tune a couple of things, but I think executive producer, I, I'd, I'd be a little egotistical Daniel, to take that. you are a valuable part of the Make Team Tracer Soy team. You know, without you, we just, we wouldn't run as well. Well, I, I really appreciate that, and I'm, I'm happy to be on board, and, and, and thank you for, you know letting me come along and as someone who's been vegan for a few months um and as someone who kind of didn't mind the odd burger beforehand still doesn't um i think this is probably my major in veganism thus far so it's it's you know sub i think it's fitting that i'm in here to talk about this one yeah 100 so in today's episode we're going to be talking about the boom of the plant-based protein industry you know the new heavy hitters on the block versus the tried and true brands of mock meats that we've all sort of known for a while. We'll also be reviewing some of our favorite new mock meats that we've tried and giving you an honest appraisal as to whether or not they're as good as meat. <laughs> Spoiler alert, they're probably not. Oh, t- oh look. <laughs> hey, the, I'm, I'm, I'm merely the producer. 
I, I, oh, look, I'm going to say, like, for the most part, I'm actually often surprised to the point where I'm concerned I've accidentally eaten meat when we get a good fake meat, you know, alternative. So they're pretty good these days, for sure. Yeah, but you, you do that in general. Like, you're so, <laughs> you walk around life so suspiciously. Like, she, we go to the vegan expo. No shit, this actually happened several times throughout the day. I wasn't even vegan at the time. It was uh, last... Oh, it'd be at least six months ago now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're at this vegan expo down at the... It was at the showgrounds, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, RNA um, showgrounds. They're called the Brisbane showgrounds now. I apologise. <laughs> getting things wrong. Well, I only know because I'm a son. I don't know. I've had to, <laughs> I've had to change it before. Anyway, um, we walked around there and obviously the whole point of the vegan expo is, you know, the whole vegan food uh, aspect of it. Um Nearly every store we went to, Rochelle would try something and go, or before she tried it, she'd say, is this vegan? And the stall holder would look at me, I'd look at them, we'd look at Rochelle, and <laughs> yes, it's vegan. And Well, look, I mean, I thought maybe there would be some companies there where, you know, they have vegan options, but not everything they do is vegan. I, I always ask, okay? And I know that's a little <laughs> bit pedantic, but how many times can you get caught out? Like, it, it happens. Look, I... I we're not going to go into this right now, but I've, I've been caught out on, on a few grocery runs since isolation, and the grocery runs are few and far between, so... We're looking at you, non-vegan popcorn. How dare you change your recipe? Yeah, there was a popcorn that used to, <laughs> quite recently, not have milk solids in it. It does now. Um, I don't know why you'd be like, yeah, let's let's mess with them. That's probably why let's mess with them when they're in lockdown. They're not going to bother walking down here to return this, and well played popcorn brand <laughs> anyway so today we are going to be talking about those plant-based meats you know we're going to be getting into a couple of reviews which is always really fun um but first we wanted to kind of discuss how insanely popular plant-based protein has become like it's taken over compared it's to what it become used to be as like. popular as it has unpopular if you know what i mean because it's <laughs> a good point yeah, yeah. actually yes um it's bizarre because there are some people who are all for it. They're super excited. They might be meat eaters who like to have more vegetarian food or obviously they're vegan and they're like, thank God, more options. Um, but then there are those others who are really flipping out about it. You know, they're not happy with it. They're upset the brands that they liked doing vegan food now. I mean, there's a bizarre combination of reactions happening out there in the public. Conversely, there are some really big brands that might make, I mean, some products that perhaps blow in the bathroom often that have palm oil in them or work it out yourselves, people at home. Um, there are, you know, other ones that might make a lot of uh, meat products. And a lot, I mean, a lot of those companies are so big now, they, they do a lot of things. But if they're also going to produce something that is plant-based and has no animal product in it, I'm not going to not buy that if it's substantially cheaper than um, another brand. And... More importantly, for a consumer, if you've only got, especially at the moment, uh, a small selection of places to go, let's, let's be honest, we have a limited number of our large supermarkets that we can shop at in Australia. Ones that are made by some of those larger companies, if they do a good job, a job of it, I'll buy it. And secondly, look, how much of an advantage have they got getting that limited vegan fridge space in, in, a, in an inner city large supermarket yeah oh absolutely it's interesting though because some of these large companies obviously a lot of them are quite new and 
Oh, yes, absolutely. Some of them are backed by these bigger companies that have well, decided no, to no. branch yeah. out into plant-based meat. Others then, are just getting bigger by themselves. Yeah, others are just exactly. getting larger on their own. You know, these kind of like they're predicting now in Australia that the plant-based protein industry is going to soar to a $3 billion industry by 2030, and that's only 10 years away. So that is a huge increase from where it was at. And obviously we know that um, Beyond Burger did really well when they first opened on the stock market. Bit of an up and down kind of stock they've been, but they did do really well on their opening day. But then, like we were saying before, not everyone is behind it. Like the plant-based protein industry, it's such a game changer. So it's emerged now with critics on both sides. There are vegans who are unhappy with certain plant-based meat brands because of, say, animal testing that was initiated to get passed by the FDA when they first created the food. Or maybe it's because of cross-contamination and they're not happy that this company that's creating plant-based protein is also supporting larger companies who do abuse animals. It's a really difficult area, but you've also got then the media, just like we were saying before, who are like flipping out that a brand that they like is doing a plant-based burger or pie or whatever it might be. It's crazy the way people are reacting. It's really getting heckles up on both sides. But actually, the, the point that you started off with there about the, the demand, what, was that 2030 that... That, um, yeah, by 2030, apparently, it's going to sort of be a $3 billion industry in Australia. Well, this is going to be current for anyone that, that is listening to this fresh when we put it up on um, on you know Spotify and iTunes and other places you'll find your great podcasts uh, to, uh, by the time you hear this now. Um, but <laughs> Reuters this week was saying, uh, in, in a story that was published on April 22, that... Asia was really pivoting towards plants for protein um, due to, you know, suspicion that's arisen from from basically the whole coronavirus thing. And I mean, especially, I guess, and by the way, that's that the main drivers of this, they're saying, are going to be Hong Kong and mainland China. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's very odd that... Where did you read it? Sorry, what was the article? Oh, it's Reuters, you know, which is, the, uh. which is a, a, a wire agency. Um you know, like Associated Press or, or you know, Australian Associated Press, if it's if it still exists by the time someone's listening to this podcast, I hope it is, because I spent a good few years there as a, as a journalist, um, great place, and if there are any really, really rich people out there who aren't Gina Reinhardt, you know, maybe think about, you know, chucking some money its way and keeping it going. <laughs> anyway, though, um, yeah, so basically the, the story was saying that suspicion over the possible links between wild animal meat and new coronavirus, the, the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, that's come around this time, um, and particularly in Hong Kong and mainland China, has led to a bit of a rethink of diets there. And over there, the plant-based food industry is currently worth just under $10 billion, And we consider perhaps they work on a different scale of economy and perhaps the median income's lower. That's projected to get to twelve billion by twenty twenty three already. Wow! And I assume, being that um, this is Reuters, they're probably talking US dollars, so you could probably, you know, I don't know where our dollars are at the moment. That's been a wild ride, just like it has for some of those plant based products we were discussing earlier on the stock market, <laughs> especially in the last few weeks. Who knows? Yeah, um, yeah, that's really interesting because um, I guess that. They wouldn't be the only people sort of talking about this. I've definitely heard friends who are mediators mentioning, you know, COVID-19. And 
on that note, not to get all the way into it, but all of the other most famous sort of viruses and flus that have really rocked people again have been a result of the way that we farm animals and treat animals. Not so all, I can see how it them, rolls but on. You know, and well, not all of them, but I mean, swine flu and um, you know, like a lot of others, avian bird flu. You just said bird, bird flu. It's... I said avian. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, but yeah. The avian flu. Is... <laughs> Alright, so it's the like bird saying bird I'm going flu. to the ATM machine, you know. It's, it's, it's the ATM or the automatic teller machine. It's, thank you. Thank you yep. for that. That's no worries. <laughs> Being sub edited on my own podcast. It's nice to have you here, though. Well, you're the one who appointed me executive producer at large. Uh, That's my bad. You know what? I had it coming. I had it coming. You get, you get the good with the bad. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> anyway, what we were talking about before that was kind of the. You know, the uh, haters and the critics that come on both sides for the plant-based protein industry. A great example of that would obviously be like the Whopper. You know, when the Whopper came out, here it's the Rebel Whopper and it's Hungry Jack's over in America. It is Burger King and the Impossible Whopper, I believe. So they're made by two different companies in America. The Impossible Whopper is made by Impossible Foods. Here in Australia, um, the Rebel Whopper is made by B2 Foods, which is an Australian company doing plant-based protein. There are some vegans who are really upset about that because obviously it's cross-contaminated. If it's cooked on the same grill, you can ask for it to be cooked separately. I think they nuke it in the microwave if you do that. But, you know... I don't think they do cook it separately. I think that you've got the choice of they do have a vegan burger, which is like... In America, they're allowing them to like cook it separately, but they're just going to nuke the burger patty. They're not going to cook it on. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm quite sure that I don't think that's the case. I'm pretty sure. I've read somewhere about this that they advise you if you, because I don't think they want to give the guarantee, Mm. Um, and especially I believe I'd have to like and look. I'm not saying this. I have read. I believe it was from some informed sources. It could have been some ill-informed sources that were retweeting it, but I don't think it was. There have been a lot of talks about, at least, legal action because of the alleged cross-contamination well, in some of the overseas places. Okay, so the thing is that to get the vegan certification on food, it can't be cross-contaminated at all um, for it to be vegan certified. And that, I think, is part of the reason why they can't use the wording vegan for this stuff if there's any chance of cross-contamination. So that means having a whole separate system for the machinery, as well as the cooking process. And that is a lot of work. It really is. But they also do have a vegan burger that is the kind of mushy veggie patty that they do. They have, like, a vegan cheeseburger that's like that. They have some they... shit thing that none of us went to try and eat until they bought this new thing up. What Actually, does that Actually, I used to have the vegan um, burger that what they What year was that? There. Oh, way back. Like, I used right, to have that when I was vegan the first time around, 2009. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, how many options were available then? That. that. that? It was yeah, that. Yeah. Um, it was like, you know, you basically, you didn't really eat out at um, fried food or fast food places. Like, I think... They had a burger that if you took off XXX thing, the patty itself was vegan and the bread was vegan, the lettuce was vegan. It was like, yeah, that's your vegan burger. Um, so, No, but know. my point is, like, we're in 2020. I mean, that sucks right now. But all right, when we were in 2019, there were some positive things that were happening. My point is, society has moved forward in a lot of ways that allow us to have more than one option if you're if you've got a certain dietary requirement and you shouldn't just have to eat the weird mush 
no, patty. No, no, one, no one wants to eat that. They ate no it one wants to. Food. That's why we're having the fake meats. And exactly. that's why we're doing this podcast we're about, about the fake meats. Exactly. 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 See, we're all on the bandwagon. Um, <laughs> on the other side of the fence, though, aside from the vegans who get upset about the cross-contamination mm. or supporting companies like, say, KFC or Hungry Jack's when they <coughs> start a plant-based burger or a plant-based meal, they get like upset. They don't want to support a company that hurts animals. Fair enough. Um, on the other side of the ditch, though, you've got the carnivores and the meat eaters who are getting, you know, really irate that these companies are doing plant-based food because they identify with that brand. I mean, when you look at what happened with Four and Twenty Pies when they came out, oh, Four and Twenty Pies. when they came out, it still ha- like it, is it still was quite happening. recently. Um, so Four and Twenty Pie is for anyone listening overseas. It's actually. Before that became a euphemism for something else, the words that the numerals four, two, and zero. Um, I'm, I, I assume it's basically something that they derived from the old, you know, four and twenty blackbirds baked in a pie. I guess. But oh my god! This... Wow, that I had not realised that. <laughs> like mind blowing. Is that? Really? Yeah, I had not connected that before, but you're right. Four and twenty blackbirds baked in a pie. I don't think there were any birds in the pie previously, no. by the way. Okay, so they're not cooking birds <laughs> I mean, in pies. Well, I've got to tell people they are actually. They're this... making chicken pies, so they're cooking. Well, they birds. are. They're not cooking twenty blackbirds in a pie. No, no. Yeah, go on. <laughs> well, I guess in the old money, the way they're talking about that, that would have been twenty-four blackbirds because four and you know. True. It's a lot of blackbirds. Look. I... Th- that's not what I was getting at, mate. I don't know what I was getting at now. Now, for people listening overseas, I suppose you should specify we were eating birds in the pies because Australians, people overseas, are never ceased to amaze at the things we eat and what we call them. We've got, I mean, veggie might not be obvious example. People online think Australians are taking the piss, which, by the way, for anyone who is listening overseas, means poking fun at one or you know making a jestful remark, but um. <laughs> <laughs> But we've got an ice cream called a Golden Gate Time, and if you if you're not vegan, it's a very delicious ice cream. It's got biscuit things and things covering it. But it just people just scratch their heads at some of the things we eat. So this was just a normal meat pie, which I don't know how common that is everywhere overseas either. They've done a plant based version of this. I don't even, to be honest, look at what was in it. But um, I don't know they kind of become this sought after thing, not like a roll of toilet paper or anything but not everywhere stocks them and I saw a couple at the store I went to uh, last weekend and thought oh, I'll bring a couple home I actually tweeted about them when they announced that this was happening and geez that my mentions on Twitter I was going oh because I'm a journalist as well interviewed this band told this story about this you tweet something your, your alerts are going off and you're like that's that thing I tweeted about the meat free 4 and 20 pies like a week ago <laughs> why are people still getting so upset about this but when we actually tried one I um I also tweeted out about it the other day and it wasn't like and I just said I tried this pie ask me anything and some of the responses were you know a little extreme to say the least I had um one person who I would a, a journalist of some renown of, of you know one of the most renowned journalists of contemporary life in my state in Queensland, Australia, I'd say. And I'm not going to embarrass him by saying his name, I don't think. But uh, for argument's sake, I'll call him um, Kerry Beatman. Um, 
He just basically replied something along the lines of, Dan, you were raised better than this. Because I tried a plant-based pie. and Because you had a vegan pie by an Aussie sort of pie company. 4 and 20 Pies, they're advertising their brand. It's built around like tradies, brickies, layers, all that kind of stuff. And very sort of masculine, very sort of, you know, masculine, male, strong male, um, lift heavy things type man. So for them to release a plant-based pie really threw a lot of their most avid fans, I think. And there were some who were very supportive, but they had a huge amount of hate in the first couple of weeks. Well, that, that, no, it's still going now. Still, like, yeah. I, I guess maybe that's, why, maybe that's why I had to wait till the, you know, fifth different, ver- different location of this quite large uh, grocery chain that I went to before I actually saw it. But um, I guess it's that sort of product that it's probably associated with a beer in one hand and a pie in the other and you're at the footy. You know, it's a very blokey kind of... Um, kind of food really isn't it yeah that's sort of my point as well you know and I agree with you it's kind of it has this association I think the people who really like that food they identify personally with the brand and I think they were personally offended that a brand that they liked and that they supported and that they saw themselves in was engaging with this plant-based protein revolution that's sort of happening with food and fast food and you know society and restaurants and everything at the moment so I think that it came from that place, and that's why there was so much extra hate about it. People took it so personally because they felt personally attacked by their choice to eat meat. I don't know, something like that. I was going to say, interestingly, I only saw it today as well, and I, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, and I don't think he would, but um, one of the people who is, is um, one of the proprietors of Netherworld, which is a fantastic arcade bar that serves craft beer... A huge range of vegan food. If, if you live in Brisbane, Australia, you probably know about it. If you're ever travelling again, when we're allowed to, and you come to Brisbane, Australia, head to the Valley, go to another world. Fantastic vegan options, craft beer, interesting cocktails, and they have all these amazing nice people. Yeah, um, and all these amazing arcade games and stuff. Anyway, go we're on. not sponsored by them, by the way. We're they're not. Just, I just was like, make, they're great. We live <laughs> up the road from them, and they have good beer. Heaps of, you know, retro video games. And the best cauliflower wings I've games. ever had. Like, anyway, oh my god. So, anyway, basically, on. um, the, one of the people that is involved in that business tweeted out today that, uh, 7-Eleven in Australia is now stocking, clearly inspired by that 4 and 21, um, a plant-based burger. And... Was it a plant-based burger? Oh, sorry, no, plant based pie. pie. Sorry. Yeah, that's sorry. Okay. I was thinking about. Um, We're heading in that direction. Look, look I'll be honest. <laughs> Netherworld has really good plant based burgers, and they're shut at the moment. And I was I, I was talking about Netherworld and saying plant based, and I went burger, and that's not what I meant. That's um, okay. The plant based pie that he saw. The yes, but <laughs> he tweeted about that, and I, you know, the the summation he had of that was kind of probably at this stage of the fact that I'm four beers and a glass of wine into this podcast. Not into this podcast, but into my... Uh, my into his Friday beer. night, guys. He, it was described as... I won't say the first bit, but bargain basement meat pie that you would get from a 7-Eleven for exactly the same price. Very similar in taste to that. If that's what you want, A+. plus. Highly recommend dipped in a bucket of fountain tomato sauce, which is what you eat a pie like. Uh, look, there may have been a comparison to dog excrement before that, but... Clearly, people still 
sometimes you just want to munch your food like that. It's like this is a nasty bit of buttery paste. And you know what else it is? And I think this is something people are not so readily thinking of in terms of this kind of stuff. But as a vegan, when you are on a road trip, when you are out with friends, when you have limited food options, you've not brought your own pre-packed lunch, you're not heading anywhere where they sell a vegan food, and you're not prepped with snacks, and you have to stop somewhere and you need to eat something, it's actually really nice to actually have an option at a 7-Eleven, at a Hungry Jack's, at wherever. Like, this means that vegans' lives are a little bit easier because there is something that they know they can eat. And that's great, you know? Yeah, you're looking at me because I'm, I'm framing my brow because, I don't know, I'm not going to say the thing I was going to say. But I'll tell you later. And, and you'll say, I'm glad you didn't say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a badge. You know what? Because you're my executive producer, I'm really glad that you decided to produce and edit yourself here. I made an executive decision. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. And now I'm making one, and we are moving on to our four reviews of new plant-based Oh, we're there burgers. already. We're we sure are. So, you know, I just think that we're going to head into those reviews now. We have actually split up these reviews into three categories. We are going to rate the burgers based on texture, taste, and price. And we included price in there because the vegan tax is a bit of a real thing. And if I'm honest, that really does affect my evaluation of a product. Um, we can't all afford you spending a bunch of money all the time. When so. says the vegan tax is a real thing, for anyone out there who believes that... In Australia, you know, we are not being well, taxed no, for being vegan, no, sorry. And, and, and if people, you know, the sort of... I don't know how the sorts of people that might believe 5G is transmitting coronavirus through the airways would actually be able to navigate Google. I, I'm not sure, but I guess they must because that's where they're getting it from. The point is, we don't actually have a vegan... It's not a real thing, <laughs> but it's. You Am know, I editorializing again? I've been told I editorialize. No, you were editorializing. You were just, uh, you know, if, <laughs> just people, if, if people took the things you said, the thing you said literally, it would have had a different meaning. But the the, the point is though that people go, oh, people in large corporations go, people are missing this food. Oh yeah, we can we can charge we can charge like nine bucks for three magnums. Other people get four, they'll take three, you watch them, which is so cruel. It is really cool. And, you <laughs> know, I, I get play. frustrated by it. I do get frustrated by that vegan tax. And I, I do too. Who do you think the one who's getting the one magnum out, <laughs> out of that deal is? Well, look, I'm sorry. I've been vegan longer, so I have a, more of a claim to it than you. <laughs> oh, you're more pious uh, in the veganism? All right. Apparently, apparently. Um. Anyway, we're going to get to those reviews now. So like I said, it'll be divided into three categories. They have a possible, um, you know, five points in each category, making for a total of 30 between our combined points. And it's going to be texture, taste, and price. So first up, we're going to do Beyond Burger because obviously that's one of the biggest ones. Everyone knows them. They're used by lots of great restaurants, lots of great fast food places. You can buy them at the supermarket. We've had them through restaurants. We've had them cooked at home. Um, Which ones? Beyond Burger. That's, oh, yeah. Beyond, Beyond, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lord right. of the Flies, plus I've cooked it here, and Lord of the Fries. Fries, yes. <laughs> plus I've not, cooked not it here. No, Lord of the Fries. Um, plus, you know, we've had it here. We've had it, like, at a couple of different places. So Beyond Burger, I obviously love this one, okay? It has a great balance of texture and flavor. 
The only issue I have with Beyond Burger, because they do hold up really well, the texture is good and it's meaty and it's got, you know, that kind of, that vibe about it, the taste is nice, they've made an effort, but it is kind of pricey, you know, it's $12 for two patties, so that has brought my rating down a little bit, but I would say, so Beyond Burger gets a 5 out of 5 for texture for me, I think that it has the right texture, it is, you know, it holds together well, it's not too spongy, it's not falling apart. It gets a 4.5 um, for taste because I think it's good. I like what they've done. I like the effort there. I mean, that, that, that's not a four and a half star review. Yeah, it's, it's good. That's like, that's a three star <laughs> Give it something better if you're going to give it four and a half. Why are you going to four and a half? Because taste-wise, I think that they have nailed a combination of flavors that add a smokiness and a kind of meaty sort of flavor, like a, you know, like a burger flavor. I think they picked the right spices and herbs to couple with that. Yeah, well, that's better because what you just said before, I mean, this is half a star below being the pet sounds of burgers. It's four and a half out of five. So you better give it a, a better thing. Than, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's, you know what? It's great. I, I love it. I love the um, Beyond Burger Patty. And look, the only thing that brings it down is the price. Like I was saying, you know, 12 bucks, two burgers, ridiculous. I'm giving it 2.5 out of 5 for the price. I understand vegan food is going to be more expensive, but I'm still bitter about it, so it gets 2.5. Give me your ratings, babe. What did you think of Beyond Burger? I was say, you, you actually really love Pet Sounds as well. So if Pet Sounds, if they did like 180 gram vinyl for Record Store Day and it was like 90 bucks, you'd be like, I fucking love that album. I'm not spending 90 bucks on it. I mean, it's I'm marking it well down for, for price. Mm. It's I kind of feel the same way. I think the texture as well, though, for me, it wasn't... I don't know. I'm, I'm going to reluctantly give it a four and a half because, to me, it is it is almost the right texture, but it's almost like that uncanny valley kind of thing that you get in those Oh, movies. you like, think it's creeping towards the uncanny valley sort of area of texture for me, where you... Like, like, like it's, it's like it. pretty much there, but it's this, uh, there's something not quite right about the sponginess of it, and I'm like... Why are you that spongy? You're creeping me out a bit. Like it's, you know, it's it's like it's you, too real. No, it's not. No, it's not quite real enough. But too real. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a it's, combo it's of a, the two. It's, yeah, there's something. But so it lands said, on a four point five for you. Yeah, yeah. It's the the Polar Express. No, no it's not. That's too. That's too. That's creepy. mean. It, it don't be, say that about no, me. No, it, it, it was pretty good. The taste is great. I mean, honestly, when it's accompanied with, and you get a um a plant based cheese with it as well that's look it's better than I don't know what sort it is but that mixed with the sauces and the everything else that would normally come on on a Whopper it it tasted pretty spot on really like, I, not on the Whopper you've confused something there oh it's not on the Whopper no sweetie Beyond Burger is not oh, on the Whopper no. you have it with Lord of the Fries <laughs> oh well no well, so what, my comments still stand because um it had all the things I just said it's just more expensive and um <laughs> and like uh, at, at least as good it's re- that yeah it's really good um so what do you give it for taste look i'm still i think I, I, I think four and a half yeah but yeah i can't i'm kind of with you it's it's great but for the price when when you would not be paying that price it, it's a few dollars more than what you'd be paying often for um you know a non-plant-based burger of that quality at myriad places else where you'd have much more choices and much more establishments might sell it so 
I think they deserve the money they're getting for it, but I couldn't afford to buy it every, you know, every second day or anything. Yeah. So for price, where are you sitting? Yeah, two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. I think. And if not, two and a half. (laughs) Two and a half. (laughs) Two and a half. You get that. Oh, okay. So that was 4.5 out of 5 for texture for you. 5 out of 5 for me. Mm-hmm. 4.5 out of 5 for taste for both of us, 2.5 out of 5 for price for both of us, giving Beyond Burger a total of 23.5 uh, out of 30 possible points. Beyond Burger, you did pretty good. You did pretty that's, good. Look, I think that's... Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. I think that's pretty good. I mean, I think that's a reasonable score. I think they should be pleased with that. We're going to move right along to Veef. Okay, Veef is... $8 $8 for two patties. They're used by Grassfed, the vegan burger joint here in Brisbane. They're sold at the supermarket. Um, I find beef to be a little bit too mushy. My personal feelings are that it's a little bit more like a sloppy Joe style burger than a regular burger. I prefer Beyond, but I think the taste is yeah, not that great either. So for texture, I'm going to give beef two out of five. Two out of, yeah, two out of five. Because I just think that they yeah we're still out of five but we can't <laughs> <laughs> you can't be changing the goalposts between burgers so no, no. it's it's two out of five beef I'm sorry okay it's you know I was gonna say it's not you it's me but it is you okay you're wrong um yeah so two out of five it's just too mushy for me it's too much like a sloppy Joe two out of five for taste I just think other places have done it better and I'm gonna give you a three point five out of five for the price because. Eight bucks for two burgers while you're still ripping ripping us off. I'm kind of okay with that. Like, you know, that's not too bad. Where do you sit with beef, babe? Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sort of agree with what you said, but I I, I think that comes from a very pretentious place. And sure, know what? I I think it is a bit sloppy, and I, I I'd prefer to call it unpretentious. It's you know, if if the Beyond Burger was the Ramones. I mean, if the Beyond Burger was Beach Boys, it's the Ramones. It's just unpretentious. It's rocking up and going, here's what I am. Take a look at me. I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, it's not pretending to be anything it isn't. Yeah, I like that's that about true. it. It wasn't. It didn't have the creepiness because it's like, yep, this is it. And it was a bit crumbly and stuff. But if I think I've had a couple. One we got from a takeaway, you know, from an Uber Eats. I mean, from a food delivery service. And it was... It was the shittiest one we had. I think we cooked one here that was better, maybe. Hey, the one we cooked here, I swear, man. Like we only did it a few weeks ago, and it fell apart in our hands. Bits of the burger were falling out of the burger bun. It was just like all over the shop. But that's 
how I felt about the burger. That's me. I'm just saying mushy. <laughs> well, hey, ho, let's go. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give it a three and a half out of five. And probably the same for the taste. Like, it wasn't the best tasting one, but it was, it was more than adequate. I thought it didn't taste as good as a couple of others I've tasted, but there was nothing wrong with it either. And look, I think I'm going to... I know we discussed this earlier. I think I'm going to actually say, really, when based on a couple of the other options, I'm probably going to give it three and a half out of prices. Out of, yeah, just three and a half across the board because... It's not that expensive compared to the others. So I guess 18 and a half out of 30 for that one or what? If yeah. If my math serves me correctly, hang on. Yeah, that's what you get. Uh, Vif, you get an 18 and a half out of 30. And anyone so... listening will be surprised to know my maths was correct on that one. <laughs> I ended up 16. Okay, so you're trailing behind Beyond Burger Vif. Pick up your game. Uh, next one we're going to review is Unreal Foods Italian Style Burgers. So they're available at the supermarket. They were less than six bucks. And you know what? These ones were really good. So there was only two in a packet, I believe. But, you know, less than six bucks for two patties, I'm pretty happy I'm going to point it right here just because it sounds like it. And it's because it's something I have used as a pejorative term in the past. Like, this is the Aldi version of that thing. Um, as much as Unreal Foods Italian style burgers sounds like it, it's not actually an Aldi product. I just thought I'd say that. We should probably check out some of those. But it's just, I just read it back when it's just like, oh, impossible is taken, hey? Well, this is unreal. Oh, yeah, cool, man. <laughs> you know what? Italian unreal style burgers, you were unreal. I enjoyed you. You were you were good. Okay. The, the, the price I'm is pretty, pretty unreal on this one, i got to say. Look, less than six bucks for two patties is pretty good. I, I mean, I liked as well, part of the thing I really liked about them, the texture held up really well too. But the taste was, um, it was really good. There was so much effort put into the pellet combo that they made there, you know? I'll say that too, and I don't know why I'm going to keep this going, because this was not a rehearsed thing. I'm, for some reason, I'm, 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 you know, assigning them, um, you know, musical genres or, or musicians. But I guess this is the, the Bruce Springsteen burger, because it's like... Oh it's, my God, it's so it, 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 it's, it's, it's It's like so playing to its strengths, and it's like... Yeah, here I am. And it's it's like... Italian it, classic style. Italian, but... No, but he's from, like, you know, Jersey. And well, it's that Jersey, whole yeah, sort of... There's a huge amount of Italian food sure. in Jersey. That's true. There's like, But, I mean, but they add the herbs and the onion and stuff, which a lot of the others don't. This is like if you made your own burger to whack on a barbie and you were making it with some three-star mints yourself at home. And it, it this is like such a workmanlike burger, but it does such a good job of being a workmanlike burger. And I mean, the this texture, is like it tastes like a classic burger that I might have made that you might have made before we were vegan. It has that mm. kind of vibe in a good homemade burger sort of way. Yeah, definitely. It's 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 probably the most homemade tasting burger the ones we try. Like the others just taste like they don't, they they taste like more often than not somewhat like a fast food burger or that's what they were going for but yeah. this one's like something that I think we live in an apartment and you know social distancing all that and the barbecue at our apartment's really shit too I, I, you know I should add that <laughs> but it's it's like the sort of thing that you would whack on a barbie it was it was a pretty good burger hey um, I reckon the, the texture was not for me, I know Rochelle's going to disagree, but I, I'd probably give it a three and a half for texture as well. Because you know, for texture, I gave it a four because I really felt like it held together pretty well. And 
Not just that, but because of what they had mixed in, the texture felt appropriate for the style that they were working in. Well, that's what I'm marking on. I mean, you're probably right because I used to... Maybe that's why I had a soft spot for it in, in a way. All right, this one's going up by half as well because um, <laughs> I, when you put that sort of criteria on it, I go, well, yeah, I used to make burgers that had the other things that aren't the whatever else they put in this, um, in it. Um, like the onion and the herbs and all that. That it reminded me of the ones I used to make myself. Um, and maybe I had a soft spot for it for that reason. But yeah, the, the texture it was a bit crumbly, but so are the ones I used to make because you know, it you, you stuffed a bunch of stuff in there that made it fall apart but taste better. Um, and and that taste better factor as well. I'd have to say four and a half. And I'm with these, you, four and a half yeah, for taste. Yeah. And these were only um six bucks for. A couple of patties. That's like they were less than six dollars for a couple of patties. Less than six dollars for that. I think it was five dollars thirty. Was what I discovered when I had a quick check online. Yeah. I'm. I'm just going to say less than six bucks because yeah. I'm not committing to such a such <laughs> such such a finite figure. But I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that was a really good value burger. It was. It did everything it said by tasting like a burger and not being too creepy and um I so mean I, are I, you bumping up half a point somewhere? I have the texture because you talked me yeah. around you, you had such so a it's four out of five. you know what I'm going to bump it up for price because I've given it a <laughs> four out of five and I think it deserves a four point five out of five so is that twenty six and a half out of that that is wow yeah I think that might affect our overall rating well I mean twenty six point five out of a possible thirty for unreal foods Italian style burgers you know what guys I feel like you could be a clear winner here. We're going to keep going, but I, I feel like why are we going to bother reviewing the last one when you're not very good at building suspense? Um, Shut up. Um, I think that it. No, I think that they they've done pretty well, and I think they deserve the extra point. We're going to go now. You said you think they might be a clear winner. It's, it's there's not much ambiguity there. <laughs> anyway, the to the hungry jacks one. <laughs> <laughs> so V2 Foods Burgers They do the Hungry Jack's Rebel Whopper We're going to review that one as well When I first went vegan and Daniel brought me one of these home I freaked out because I got a little bit worried It was real meat It was the vegan expo all over again It was the vegan expo all over again I'm not used to vegan food tasting like real animal products Because when I first was vegan for three years Like ten years ago I, you know, didn't encounter anything That tasted like real animal products So I'm very suspicious but this one was really good. Um, I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 5 for texture, 4.5 out of 5 for taste, and 4 out of 5 for price because it's still like 8 bucks for one burger. Yeah, oh, look. Yeah, look, the texture on this one, it's, it's not quite creepy, but it's, it's actually bloody good. It's, I wouldn't say a normal Whopper has what I would say a five star texture anyway so I'm going to give this four and a half and say it's not much different and to the point where you open it up and you rip a bit off and because of the sauces and everything basically the thing I was saying for the first one when I got confused because uh, I've had a couple of beers um, <laughs> still have had a couple of beers for that matter uh, it's yeah I mean four and a half is pretty good and the taste for texture and the taste you rip a bit off from inside and you go that's that's still very meat like without with still knowing that it's not actually meat but um and the price look four out of five i think is pretty fair because it it's 
It's a lot cheaper than some of the other equivalents from takeaway places, but... And, I mean, if convenience was a, an, another factor in these as well, this one, I think... I think, judging by... Let, let, hang on, let, let's talk about the scores just now. What we, what it, let's so add that up. So, now the, the, it's 26, 26 out of 34 right. yep. V2 foods. All up. That yeah. one, that, that's the Hungry Jack's Rebel Whopper. That's, that's the Hungry Jack's Rebel Whopper V2 Foods here in Australia. And it is a 26.5 out of 34, the Unreal Italian style foods now, because we both upped up our, um, our reviews by half a point. We got <laughs> passionate talking about it. We were like, you know what? You deserve better Unreal Foods. One I, extra half a point. Maybe I shouldn't you. have brought that Bruce Springsteen kind of um, comparison because I mean you brought it in, and now I feel like they're a battler and they deserve our support. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen's doing okay, by the way. Like, I mean, <laughs> but, I mean, he's doing right. Yeah, but, but I know what you're saying. Um, and look, I, I have no regrets of bumping that up because maybe it deserves a bit of a go. I, I think it had a more complex kind of approach as well, and I think that you know there was more effort put in, and it felt a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit more authentic, maybe a little bit less sort of fake tasting, which is important. Factor. I think we should revisit these again and maybe um, try them all again and see if we still stand by our things. In, in, in all right, check out our Insta stories this week. We're going to try each of the burgers. Oh, are we? Uh, right, yep, yeah, and we're going to weekend. create yep four burgers, and we're gonna and we all might right. even do it one after another so that we can like. I'm not eating four burgers <laughs> in a day. Okay. But we will record our reactions to each burger and put it up on Instagram this week. That's a commitment we're making to I'm, you That's guys. not a commitment I'm we're making, but if Rochelle buys them and cooks them, I will eat them. Sounds like I have a lot of work ahead of me, guys. We're going to get into this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think what's happened is that we have decided the Unreal Foods one definitely bumped up, and that leaves our total with 26.5 out of 30 for Unreal Foods, 26 out of 30 for V2 Foods, Making Unreal Foods Italian style burger the clear winner of tonight's it's, contest. It's not clear winner. Stop talking such exaggerated terms. It's it won by half a point. All right. It's not a clear winner. It's a winner. I was excited. I know. I'm sorry. It won. I'm sorry. I'm happy for it. <laughs> um, yeah. No. It, it it did a good job. I, think I mean, it deserves. I mean, a it went win. out there. It it it, it gave it 110 percent. And I mean, it, got it wants there. to play good, and it played pretty good. It did play pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, one thing I'll say for the convenience factor as well. I mean, if I had a choice and I would had a long day at work and I was walk, I was like, I'm going to walk past here and here. I can buy a lettuce, buy some burgers, buy some bread rolls, and it's that. Or I could do one that was more convenient to pick up. Depending on the day, if there was a convenience rating on here as well. I mean, obviously the ones you don't have to cook yourself are going to get a better rating. So. It's not to denigrate a couple of those great um, ones you don't have to cook yourself, despite where some of them come from or what they might do with some of their other, pro other products, for that matter. So it's not a ringing endorsement of, of especially one of those places. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess for people that are listening to this that might not eat plant-based stuff at all, maybe give them a go before you just laugh at them. Yeah, and then and then if you don't like them, laugh at them and yeah, laugh. what have you got to lose? Yeah. I laugh, say, at, laugh at me. I, yeah, I, laugh yeah. at us. We like the plant-based meat. Go ahead. Um, yeah, people, people <laughs> do laugh at me anyway. They didn't need the invitation, <laughs> and you know they know that. Yeah, I just think it's come so far. It's amazing how close they are to real, you know, meat now, and I think everyone should give it a go. And I'd also say, um, you know, if anyone else 
disagrees with some of these scores, perhaps, you know. We would love to hear your thoughts in their and Instagram opinions comments, on that, basically. Yeah. yeah, let us know what you think. Um, we'll be posting the scores. Or if there's a great one that we've missed out on, because, like, when you've only got a small selection and sometimes we live near a couple of metropolitan versions of the supermarkets and they don't have everything, some of the different stores have different things. If we've missed out some great, um, you know, version oh, of one of these. absolutely tell us if there's an amazing plant-based protein out there that we haven't mentioned here, like a fake burger-style one, let us know. We want to know about that. We will try it out and we'll let you know what we think. Uh, conversely, if there's any, any place that want to send us some, and from what I've read about how slow the mail's been going with the extra, you know, volume with everything going on at the moment, don't actually put them in the post, but I mean, if anyone wants to get in touch and uh, have us, uh, you know basically berate your your burgers like this then uh you know give us a holler too absolutely well that is our episode for tonight thank you so much for joining us uh just click that subscribe button let us know what you think of the podcast on instagram leave us a review on itunes and we will see you and catch up with you in a week As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.